Good afternoon. Welcome to On Target. We're broadcasting live from the studios of LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. That's located at 999 Bethel Road. I'm your host, Eric, along with my father and co-owner, Phil. Guys, this Tuesday is the day we have to exercise our right to vote. And you will see today, if you are a firearm owner, a responsible concealed uh, handgun license holder and a supporter of the Second Amendment, you need to vote. No excuses. Absolutely. I mean, just absolutely. Yeah, if you just yeah. support the Constitution of the United States, you need to vote, and you need to vote wisely because there are people out there wisely. trying to take our yeah. rights away. And for yeah. you guys who didn't hear that, it's two days, 23 hours, 52 minutes, and zero seconds Who's until the midterms. And, Ronnie, you've been doing that countdown since, what, about almost, 90 days out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think since the— uh, since the special election, actually. It's so. starting to get real. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are the owners of LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility and are active law enforcement. But for one hour on Saturdays, we put together a group of firearm experts to discuss new products in the market, training tips, and oftentimes political topics surrounding the Second Amendment. Our commitment, though, has always been to bring you the facts about our industry and ultimately help our listeners and our customers with safe, responsible ownership of firearms. Before we talk about today's show, guys, can I tell you how excited I am about next week? Get this. Our 200th show. Wow. We've had 200 guns of the week. 200 times I've sat next to you guys. 400 times we've made jokes about Ronnie. <laughs> and that's to his face. <laughs> well, the other one's behind his back. <laughs> that's right. Us. That's oh, right. You yeah. So you won't want to miss that. Next week we have a two-hour special. Uh, it's going to be definitely worth tuning into. Yes, Ronnie? Well, I was just going to say, you know what's really funny about that is when we first started, I think our first show, we were all very nervous that we would have enough to say during that, you know, one-hour yeah. time span. Now it's... Well, I don't I don't want to <laughs> give a spoiler alert here, but I might have dug up some of those old tapes. Woohoo! Oh, no. Oh, so it, will cool. be, uh, it will be interesting. <laughs> today, though, guys, today is one of our most important shows we've done. Today we talk... Uh, one last time um, about what we need to do about the vote this Tuesday. And today, you're going to hear from some of these candidates themselves, um, not only uh, on the ballot, but ones, um, not only just uh, the ones we've talked to in the past, but some other ones that we, we've only mentioned before. And um, it, it's, it's definitely worth listening to hearing it in their own words. Mm-hmm. Um, our good friend and current uh, auditor of State, Dave Yost, is with here, right here today in our studio, guys. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right here next yeah. to me. Right here. Right you, here. Yeah. I'll uh, keep them straight. That's all right. Okay. I, oh, wait. I think I know who's keeping them straight, and she's in the audience. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, and here shortly, our good friend, um, State Representative Jim Hughes, is going to be calling in. He's running for judge. And, Ronnie, you, you really you said something months ago that really hit the nail on the head. We have to pay attention to these other um, candidates as well. It's not just the auditors and the attorney generals. The, the judges are so important. And for, for those of you who are out there, okay, sure, you know who the senator is, you want to vote for, and who the auditor, and who, everything like that. Well, there's a lot of judges that are running, and it, it's gotten to the point nowadays where it's so important to have even the right judges in the right places. And if you're not sure, you can go to Buckeye Firearms, right. and they have this year's ballot. And it has all the judges, so you can do your homework, pick your judges out, so when you go in, you won't just yep. pick the one right. that has the right name. Or And that's so important because that segues right into a question that I have for uh, Dave here that's a zinger uh, that uh, I'm, I'm anxious to hear. <laughs> all right. What, 
Dan I'm anxious to hear what his reply is. There you go. And that's coming up at 115. It's coming up whenever you want me to, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom of the hour, though, Secretary of State John Husted, who is running for Lieutenant Governor with Mike DeWine, will be calling in. And at 145, we round up the show with our friend uh, Keith Faber is going to be calling in as well. And he's running for State Auditor. As always, though, um, you know, we, we, we like to say the people running against these fine folks aren't bad people. But when it comes to the Second Amendment and our right to uh, own and bear firearms, many times they're, they're not educated on the topic. And we've seen it time and time again. And we're going to, throughout the show, throw out some one-liners that, that, are, that have been said recently and over time. And it just it, it, it makes it very evident that we need to make sure we have people in these roles who, who know about firearms and know what to do to impact the change that will help with gun violence and not some of this ridiculous stuff that gets proposed Absolutely. all the time. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Rampart Hosting, Toyota West, Jackson Lawn Care and Egress Windows, Clean Water Systems, The Trigger Group, our friends over at Black Wing Shooting Center, River's Edge Cutlery, and CNS Engraving, all ones that help us do the show every week. Joining me today in the LAPD studio, JC is back. Woo! Welcome right. back, JC. Well, thank you. Thank <coughs> we you. Need to put I on missed some you guys. So it's uh, well. I saw my uh, picture uh, uh, on Facebook, and it had a skeleton sitting here. That is right. Although my physical is coming up Monday, and I'd rather send the skeleton in than uh, my current weight. So, uh, but anyway, well, it's great to be back. Next week, we're going to get caught up on your uh, yeah. all your adventures and stuff. Ronnie, who makes a boom boom tactical, sits to my right. Ronnie, I know you have a list of quotes there that will uh, keep kicking to you throughout the show that are uh, definitely. Highlight the need to uh, vote we on got a Tuesday. Good ones here. We do, yeah. we do. Yeah. Sitting to my left, my father, co-owner, also known as Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you, I'm surprised you're still standing. I don't think you were going to let the sun go down last night when you were tiny dancing. The, yeah. <laughs> um, and you're talking about the Elton John. Were you concert. there? Were you there? I was there, but I spent most of it uh, back in the wings there because in the restroom or. Just about. Just about. It, it was real loud. It was loud. And you know it's loud when they hit the drums and it vibrates your body. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I love Elton John's music, and um, I like to see him in person. But, I mean, he's not the first one that I actually walked out and stayed in the lobby, which was plenty loud out there, too. It's just, it's just too loud for us old guys. Well, and you know what? In, in all honesty, it, I mean, it was loud. But I tell you what, I, I don't know how old he is. But amazing what he does, you know, this stage of the game, well, 40 and, years uh, later. And the people that he has there, and drummers and the guitar players. My wife says, do you see that guitar player? He has arthritis in yeah. his hand. It <laughs> doesn't seem to be holding him back. Nope. I don't know. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Well, guys, before we get any further, our good friend uh, Jim Hughes is on the line with us. Current state right. representative for the 24th District of uh, House of Representatives for the State of Ohio and running for Franklin County Common Pleas Court. Welcome to the show, our good friend, uh, Jim Hughes. How are you, sir? Doing good, Eric. How's everybody doing there? You know what? We could not be better. Every uh, Surrounded by friends and family and uh, cannot be better. How's it going? Uh, you, you've been out there running crazy. I know every time I've talked to you in the last month, you have just been on the move. We have been on the move. Um, we've been going door to door, seeing all the voters, expressing concerns of why judges are so important. People need to pay attention to them. A person sitting in your chair there, Dave Yost, who I used to work with, he'll tell you too how important judges are. But the point of the matter is judges can impact a person's life an awful lot. And that's why it's important to have people vote for judges who 
are interested in the Constitution and understand their role in that. And, and you know, you're, you're so right. I mean, you've been a, a good friend of um, of the store, a, good, a wonderful supporter of law enforcement, and a good personal friend for some time now. And we've talked at length. I mean, you know, we as firearms owners, and you know, that's of course what the show is and what we do a lot here. And you know, our big topics are firearms and and um, you know, having laws that are enforced. And there's so often times we see as a firearms owner these ridiculous laws that that want to get passed and and we stand up and say just just enforce the ones that are on the books and it can impact change and and that's why it is so important to to look beyond the the big races the the governors the attorney generals and look at the judge races and that's why it's so important how many times does a uh, uh, case that goes to court gets plead down or thrown out you know on some all the time yeah all the time so, Bill, well, and his the background is, a, is to have a judge there, gentlemen, that has common sense. I mean, I have a track record, as you know, in the legislature, I've been fortunate to be there 18 years. And in terms of supporting legislation that supports victims and makes sure people are held accountable that need to be. In other words, not law by the criminal. That's, yeah, that's why, I, yeah, I think you're the, like, the complete package. As, uh, you know, you're a city prosecutor a county prosecutor you know that side of a gym you know uh with the legislative aspect of it and and you are actually personally i know a fine fine person and uh i uh, just uh, you know you, you're the right man for the job that's right and you know and, and Thank you, Jim, just for people who don't who don't know you personally and stuff i mean you've been even in the last couple of years so involved with with judy's law and the reagan totes act and i mean just tell us briefly why those were so important and and why you were so passionate about those it was so passionate about Judy's Law, as you're, hopefully your listeners remember. She was a lady who was doused with two gallons of gas in Montana by an ex-boyfriend. She was set on fire. She suffered for over 700 days in a hospital bed. And the key thing is the punishment that was on the books at the time did not fit what the crime was. And there was a public outcry, and I'm pleased to say that we increased the penalties to make sure that if anybody ever do this again... Tony does it what happened. In fact, her mother was out with me walking door to door this morning, as well as Judy's daughter, because they feel so wow. passionate about it. Another bill that people at law is I've been involved with Dom Tiberi, you know, in terms of when his late daughter Maria got hit, you know, distracted driving. Mm. That actually is taking too many lives because people are trying to do too much. And we just can't have it. We need to continue to protect our families and people on the road. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, we wish you uh, the best luck. We'll be praying for you on Tuesday. And um, certainly let us know if we can be of any assistance. But, but thank you for, for you know, carrying our, our thoughts on. And, and we, we, we hope you a lot of luck on Tuesday. I Once again, thank you very much, gentlemen, for having me on. But please make sure you... The, res- the voters listening here, please vote the judges. Be informed by them. Vote for the ones that are the first instruction. There you go. Thanks so much. That's uh, current uh, uh, State Representative Jim Hughes, who's running for Franklin County Common Pleas Court. A good friend. A good friend of the family of uh, law enforcement in our store and JCU yeah. as well. Yeah, you so. do Bible study with yeah. him. Great yeah, guy. That's right. And, you know, and all this talk so far has been about judges. Right. I mean, this is re- – I mean, I'm – 
you know, I'm sitting here. I, I'm hot to try here on bringing this up. All right. All right. <laughs> when we come back from right. the break, I'll bring it up. <laughs> we have our uh, Dave Yost right here in studio with us, a current auditor of state running for attorney general, sitting Yo. here beside us. Uh, we're on target broadcasting live from LEPD studios on Bethel Road. We'll be right back after the break. This is Eric with LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. If you're a business owner in need of a personalized gift for your employees this season, CNS Engraving is one-stop shopping for all your engraving needs. From promotional items to customized products to unique OSU licensed gifts, the quality of work from CNS is simply the best in Central Ohio. Want to make your firearm unique or do you need an NFA item engraved? Do what we do and call our good friends at CNS Engraving. 614-929-2726. Come see their work at LEPD or stop by their storefront in Powell. Are you thinking about making your first firearm purchase or looking to add to your collection? Stop by and check out over 200 used firearms in stock at LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility on Bethel Road. From modern pistols, old revolvers, to classic rifles, you'll find a wide variety with inventory changing daily. Check out their current used inventory at LEPD.com or stop by the store and experience the best holster selection in Central Ohio. Great deals are waiting for you at LEPD, 999 Bethel Road or on the web at LEPD.com. Welcome back to On Target. I'm your host, Eric, joined today in the full LEPD studios with my father, Tommy Dancer himself, Paul sits there to my left, Ronnie makes a boom boom to my right. Ronnie, you had someone on Facebook chiming in? Yeah, we got one of our listeners, Derek, who's uh, listening in uh, to the show on a beach in Jamaica. You need to disconnect no, him. The, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I tried. So, That's not right. That's, uh, yeah, he's, he's oftentimes in, in, in our audience here, so uh, we certainly wish him the best, and uh, we wish we were there with him. <laughs> that voice there that is right? JC from the sales team. Welcome back, JC, after being gone for a few weeks. And sit to my left, I'm honored today to be sitting next to uh, the current auditor of state running for Attorney General, Dave Yost. Dave, it's so good to see you. It's good to be back. Yep. And you know what? It was good to see you had get a little range time in today. A little range time. Yeah, uh, squeeze it in. Yeah. yeah now, the, the talk on the street, I don't want to spread rumors. I'm not, we're not here mm. to spread rumors or nothing, but your wife was shooting pretty good. I mean, I, <laughs> actually, she seemed a little rusty to me. But really? Uh, she wanted to get a membership so she'd get, a, get over here more regularly. We told her, we'd help her, you know. <laughs> So, for those who um, who aren't in, engulfed in politics and know all the candidate stuff, tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. What what got you? You know, what got you to the state auditor, and, and, and why in today's environment with opioid crises and and uh, you know guns on the streets and illegal immigration with all this stuff? Why why do you? What draws you to be uh, an attorney general? Well, I, I was a prosecuting attorney up in Delaware County uh, for eight years. Uh, I've always been about getting the, you know, doing the right thing, finding the truth, do the right thing. Um, for the last eight years, I've been the auditor of state, which my job is to be chief accountability officer for state and local governments. And uh, our work has put over 170 people uh, in criminal court and gotten them convicted. Uh, so. Um, uh, I'm a law and order guy, I'm a rule of law guy, and uh, the Attorney General's job is a uh, logical place for me to pursue my life's work. Right, and that, you know, there is, um, 
there's so many important issues now, and I, I guess there always is important issues of the day, but right now, especially for for firearm owners, it just seems to be at the pinnacle of, of you know, if if certain people get in, it's going to be such a, a dramatic change potentially and stuff. And, and we, like we said to with uh, Jim Hughes, I mean, we just enforcing the laws that are on the books are so important and, and everything. And it seems like the attorney general position in other states now has, has almost morphed into something where these attorney generals now are using it as a partisan to, you know, to, to sue the, the government and everything else. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're seeing politics being brought into the attorneys general offices all over the country. Um, and that's not the way we were supposed to do it. This was supposed to be a law enforcement job by the numbers, uh, calling balls and strikes. It's especially important uh, in the area of the Second Amendment, though, because when this uh, General Assembly passes a law, say the concealed carry law, and somebody challenges it, uh, and the attorney general is the one that defends it. And my opponent's a guy who has already said that uh, if he disagrees with something, a, a law that gets passed, he, he may choose not to defend it. Um, I think it's my duty, whether I like it or not, right. I'm not going to substitute yeah. my judgment for the General Assembly. Yeah, how do you do that? I mean, how do you just not, you know, you take that stance not to enforce it? Or right, right that just doesn't... Yeah. Uh, it's lawless. So what? Uh, some of the other big differentiators between you and, and the... The opponent and stuff. I know issue one is a is a huge thing. And for those who don't know about it, that's also on the ballot on Tuesday. Tell us a little bit about the differences there. So issue one is a bad deal for Ohioans. It would take enough. It, it would make possession of enough fentanyl to kill uh, ten thousand people by overdose a misdemeanor. <laughs> it would treat it less seriously than a uh, first-time drunk driving. If you're, you, you, yeah. you're, you're an officer, right. if you do a first-time drunk driving, you get three days. Uh, now, it might be three days in a lockdown education as opposed to the county jail, but you've got to do one or the other. This would be automatic probation guaranteed in the Constitution that you the get Constitution. probation. How does that even, that even, how does that even considered? You know, how, I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, well, how. this is being funded by out-of-state <coughs> liberal interests like Mark Zuckerberg and yeah, George right. Soros. These guys are never going to have to live for a single day under the law that they're trying to get passed. The consequences are of no importance to them. Wow, it's just incredible. Pablo, I know you had a question that you were... Uh... Well, actually, it's a general question. I, I didn't want to, you know, um, blindside, you know, Mr. Yost, but this is for all the politicians. You know, you talk about average voters. You know, the average voter can't, sp- can't, pos- can't possibly spend enough time to follow all the politicians and, and see their records and things like that. So we rely on their campaign um, stance and, and when, mm-hmm. what they say in sure. commercials. Well, in 2014, did you realize mm-hmm. that the Supreme Court of the United States declared that lying by politicians is protected under the First Amendment? Okay, because it's, it's an expression of their religion. That's what they said. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wow. wait. The court's decision won praise from politicians of both parties, with many saying that the justice's recognition of lying as a religion was long overdue. And they said, Now, with that being said, how are how's the average voter supposed to pick and choose who they vote for? 
Wow, that was a heck of a setup. That, there. that, that was, was a zinger. <laughs> that was yeah. a zinger. I yeah. told you I was going to get you a zinger. But it's not just for you, though. Mr. So yeah. I, I would tell I would tell your listeners the same thing I told my juries. People will tell you anything they want you to hear. So you hear, hear that guy up on the witness stand. Don't just listen to what he says, because he wants you to like him. He wants to seem reasonable. He wants you to believe his story. What you do is you look at what they do, because that'll tell right. the tale. I'm running on a, year, on a, a record as a prosecutor, uh, and eight years as your auditor right. of state, where I'm calling balls and strikes. You don't have to believe what I say. Go look at what I did. Yeah, and that's see, right. and and herein that kind of uh, that's the problem is that yeah. we can't follow everybody's yeah. record. Yep, and and so it's tough. I mean, it's tough so, for us, the average voters. So it's important to know some of these people personally. You yeah, know? and that's what is. we've gotten to know. That's why I'm here. Exactly. And <laughs> and speaking of personally, and I, and I don't want to hit you with another zinger, but I, I got more information out of your spouse in the time that you were here. But if, <laughs> she if, talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, she she was talking to my wife too. So we might have to get our story straight. <laughs> If there was anyone that had a doubt of your commitment to the Second Amendment and concealed carry and stuff, I just remind them of, I think it was Sweetest Day, maybe, and Valentine's Day, and some of the gifts that you shared with your spouse. I don't want to, you know, air out personal things, but it, it is, uh, the Second Amendment has been important in your family, let's just say. Well, the Sweetest Day a few years ago, we had, uh, we were down at the... Um, uh, Ohio Gun Collectors Association show, and I uh, she fell in love with a uh, Model 10. Uh, oh, 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 you uh, just won no, my heart. <laughs> so so yeah. I, I bought uh. that for for sweetest days. Uh, and on another day, one of your competitors yeah. uh, up north, good good guys, uh, uh, we yeah. were in there uh, in his store, and she said, you know, it's Valentine's season. I don't understand why you're missing the opportunity to have a Valentine's Day sale. And kind of stared at her like, you know, lady, yeah. what are you talking about? She says, seriously, what says I love you and trust you with my life more yeah. than giving then your a spouse model 10. a gun? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you so much for sitting with us. We are talking pressure with you on Tuesday. We hope you yeah. come back and sit with us uh, again Absolutely. as and the we AG. votes there, too. So there thoughts and prayers, but don't forget yeah, the votes. The votes. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Yost, uh, <laughs> Auditor you, of State. Uh, we'll be right back after the bottom of the hour news. Thank you, Raw sir. Target. Thank you. Have you ever considered bringing that old shotgun back to life, or do you want to make your carry firearm unique? There's only one place to go in Central Ohio to have your firearm Cerakoted by professionals. The Trigger Group in Worthington is the only factory-trained and certified applicators of Cerakote in Central Ohio. Choose from a patriotic theme, team colors, or simply design your own pistols, slides, grips, rifles, magazines, and much more. Don't trust your firearm to anyone but the experts. Visit their website at thetriggergroup.com to see their work, or check out their selection of firearms on Lakeview Plaza in Worthington. Hey, this is Paul Paul from On Target. Around the store, I'm known as a tough guy and the enforcer. I usually don't do commercials. However, when it comes to our new sponsor, Toyota West, I told Eric, this is all mine. Since the late 1980s, I have been going to Toyota West for all of my new car and truck purchases. They are located at 270 and Georgesville Road. My main man there is Dean, who has been with the dealership over 13 years. That's got to say something for the caliber, excuse the pun, and experience you'll find at Toyota West. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Don't screw up. Go visit Toyota West. Tell them Paul Paul sent you. Welcome back to On Target. I'm your host, Eric. Joined today in the LEPD studio is my father and co-owner, Phil Ronnie, who is 
Boom Boom Tacticals is to my right. JC, back from the woods, the deep woods. <laughs> just was. to my uh, media right and stuff. And another shout out and thank you to uh, to Jim Hughes and to Dave Yost. What wonderful people. And Really are. And um, they're going to be great elected representatives. They already are, but uh, they're new, right. new dudes of Utah. And uh, speaking of great people, we have uh, Secretary of State John Husted on with us. Welcome back to On Target, sir. How are you? Uh-oh. Is this fake news again, He's doing it again. <laughs> yeah, here we go. We will try to get him back on there. Um, there I, I am. You guys, uh, there, there can you hear me is. now? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, hear right. me now? we hear you loud and clear. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on with you today. Yeah, always good to hear from you. And I know you guys, every time we talk, uh, you're, you guys are just running crazy right now, just like... Dave, it was just here, and uh, man, I, I don't know how you guys do it. So tell everyone about uh, the people who aren't familiar with uh, you as Secretary of State uh, um, and you know, now wanting to be in a lieutenant governor role. Tell people a little bit about what got you to this point. Well, you know, uh, I am at the point where Mike DeWine and I are running for governor and lieutenant governor, but I've served over the last eight years as Ohio Secretary of State, where I have tried to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. Uh, that's my goal is uh, overseeing the elections, but I'm also the office where businesses start. And uh, what we've done in the last uh, eight years there is we've made it easier uh, for businesses to start. Used to take four days to process their paperwork. Now we can do it in less than four hours. Used to cost $125 to start a business in Ohio. I cut that fee down to $99. So it would be the lowest cost state in all of the Midwest to do this. And then additionally, uh, I've become so efficient uh, in my office that we no longer need any tax dollars to run the office of Secretary of State. We do it uh, on fees, and we cut those fees by 21%. I just uh, uh, wrote a letter or drafted a letter yesterday uh, to the governor saying that I'm going to send back $10 million that we saved in my office. Send it back to the taxpayers. Wow. 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 You know what? And I want to personally thank you because it was your time in office there when we started our business here, and uh, we, we saw those those benefits of uh, the speed of getting the benefit up and, or the store up and running and on on the cost so we saw it firsthand well I, I appreciate that and you know you you asked for a little little background I guess for your listeners probably on Second Amendment issues where I would was most relevant in their lives is that when I was Speaker of the House we, we passed concealed carry legislation uh, and overrode the veto of a governor. Uh, that would have uh, stopped it from happening. And as Speaker, I led the, the, the veto override and have uh, advanced the cause of, of uh, people's Second Amendment rights throughout my career. You have. And, you know, every time we've talked, uh, you know, you've demonstrated that along the way. You know, something that, that we talk about here, and obviously there's many issues and there's many important issues, but for us here at the top of that list is, is law and order and it's the, the rights uh, of firearm owners and stuff. When we talk to listeners and to our customers, they're genuinely worried about what might come down from the governor's office in regards to firearms legislation because we've seen it in other states uh, over the last year. And, you know, we all recognize there's gun violence in the communities and it's bad at times, but we're worried that this legislation's coming down that really won't impact change and really makes criminals out of the guys who are law abiding. What are some of the differences between um, you and uh, Mike DeWine ticket versus the opponent out there? 
Well, look, the people, the people that uh, make these observations, you know, the Buckeye Fire Association, the NRA, have both endorsed Mike DeWine and John Husted to serve as Ohio's next uh, governor and lieutenant governor. We've received an A rating. Uh, I, I uh, as Secretary of State, had an A plus rating because of the work that I did as uh, um, you know, on concealed carry legislation. Our opponents have received a D rating. Uh, Richard Cordray and Betty Sutton have received D's from from those same organizations. So, so the people that know the political landscape the best in the Second Amendment world are strongly in favor of what Mike DeWine and I offer uh, to uh, the conversation, and we are we are looking forward to the opportunity uh, to go after the criminal who violate the laws, whether those be um, as it relates to guns or drugs or whatever it is. And we also look forward to protecting the rights of the law-abiding citizens who have the constitutional right to defend and protect themselves. Well, and, and you know, you bring up a great point, and Dad had alluded to it uh, in our last segment, but you know, there's there's so many topics and so many issues and so many candidates. It is, it's important to re- rely on organizations such as Buckeye Firearms who have the ability to go and research your actual voting records and so forth. So it's important. I mean, that rating from them is so important because they have gone back and they looked at your track record versus the opponent. And and so that's that's definitely, you know, we put a lot of weight in that. Yeah, you can go to the website, the Buckeye Firearms website, and and look up uh, their ratings on all the candidates. You can find out where everybody on your ballot uh, stands as it relates to the Second Amendment. These are the people who know them, who've dealt with them on legislative issues, and uh, you know, don't take my word for it. Take take the word of the people who are your advocates on these issues. That's right. That's right. Any questions, guys? No, I just uh, I want to remind the voters out there. I mean, uh, this gentleman, John, is tough. Uh, one of the things I like to on the little uh, Piccadillo's here is the fact that he did you know he was an all-American defensive back uh, in Division Three, and that means this man knows how to tackle problems. So uh, there you go. So uh, uh, John, uh, we, we're a big supporter. That's right. We could we could use that earlier in the campaign. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I also I also know how to get hit hard and get back up, too. <laughs> that's, so. that's, that's another <laughs> point, yeah. Well, sir, thank you so much for calling in. I know you have a tight time frame. You have an event starting at, uh, at 2, I believe. Um, really, thank you so much. We, we need to get out and vote and, and remember those who are supportive of Second Amendment and concealed carry. And not just that, but who are going to also get the bad guys off the streets and enforce the laws so these other laws don't come down the pike that, that affect the law-abiding uh, firearms owners. Yeah, well, look, there, there, there are three days, basically, before Election Day to make your voice heard. Uh, I promise uh, if you work if uh, over the next three or four days on Election Day, if you work for the next four days to help Mike DeWine and I get elected, we will work hard over the next four years to, to protect and advance your freedoms. Wonderful. That's and great. we look forward to having you back on as Lieutenant Governor. Great. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. That is uh, current Secretary of State John Husted, who's running for Lieutenant Governor, along with Mike DeWine for the governor's office. And just, uh, I mean, really, these are these are good, really good people. Good man. When you really it look is. at this, I'm just so impressed with John. So. Yep. Uh, Jay, or, uh, Ronnie, I know we haven't got to it before this point, but you have a list, though, of some of the quotes that will that will that were done. Should I should I go ahead and give one? Go ahead and give okay. one. So there is a single politician who, who more fully embodies the rabid, ignorant, and reactionary picture 
of an anti-gun zealot. It is California Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein. Okay, so here's an example. So she must know a lot about guns because she's so oh, yeah. against them. Yeah. Well, she must know, know a lot. Yeah, and this, this quote will tell you right away that okay, she let's knows hear that, a tremendous amount. It says, we have federal regulations and state laws that prohibit hunting ducks with more than three rounds. And yet it's legal to hunt humans with 15-round, 30-round, and even 150-round magazines. When is that season? Is that a... When is human season? Where does she get her license to do that? I know when it's wabbit season, but when's it human season? Is that that a... Maybe that's a California thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, one more more quick quick one there, Ronnie, before we go into break. Well, you know my shotgun will do better for you than your AR-15 because you want to keep someone away from your house. Just fire the shotgun through the door. Right through the there door. There you go. Because yeah. That, yeah. So don't now, identify your target. Just you go ahead and do that. Right? What do you, who who do you think that is? That? What oh, it politician? has to be some... Some, some very low-level politician. Low-level. Yeah, low, low uh, level. Well, actually, it was a former Democrat vice president... Joe Biden, who I think is going to be running for president. Yeah, just uh, is that the one that says the he's going to rack the slide of <laughs> on his, his double, double barrel, barrel shotgun? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, they, they know best. Yeah, yeah. They know best. And, and, folks, that is why we need to have the right people in office. That's where you need to go out and vote. That is right. There's other topics. There's other issues. But if you're a firearms owner, this is why we need to get out on Tuesday. When we come back, speaking of getting out the boat, our friend Keith Faber is going to be on with us. He Good. is running for auditor uh, of Ohio, which is such an important position. We're on target. We're broadcasting live from LEPD Firearms and Range. We'll be right back right after the break. If you're looking to turn your basement into something beautiful by adding natural light, remember Jackson Egress Windows, locally owned and operated, and Angie's List Super Service Award winner. Jackson Egress Windows can change your dingy basement into something special that will add value to your home. Whether you're looking to add an extra bedroom or game room or just a place to hang out, call Jackson Egress Windows for an estimate today. 614-260-5130. See examples of their work at jacksonegresswindows.com. If you're in the market for high-end kitchen knives, tactical blades, or shaving supplies, go to where the professionals shop, River's Edge Cutlery, conveniently located in Hilliard. You'll find some of the best knives from Spyderco, Microtech, Benchmade, and much more. Their one-on-one service and commitment to helping you find the right knife for your needs is unsurpassed. Stop by and see your friends at River's Edge Cutlery. That's riversedgecutlery.com. Recommended by LEPD Firearms. Welcome back to the Elton John Hour, live from LEPD Studios. That's at 999 Bethel Road. If you're watching live on Facebook, you got a little treat there on that one. We'll just leave it at that. I can really cut the rug, Eric. I mean it. I know it. I know it. And I just want to make mention, uh, Scott, thanks for spinning the records as usual. We didn't get our first choice in on that, but that's okay. Scott and I got a little laugh out of that, uh, and um, that can be discussed off the air. (laughs) Did uh, no, we didn't get censored, did we? No, but okay. we, the the uh, we we got um, 
a little. Uh, I understand. Yes, I think yes. that I think Facebook's trying to censor us because it keeps dropping in and out. Well, that is probably yeah. true. We're broadcasting live from the studios of LEPD Firearms and Range. We've had a wonderful lineup today. Oh, Jim really Hughes, uh, David Yo, Dave Yost. Um, John Husted, and we continue that right now with uh, a wonderful man um, who's been on the show before, running for Ohio Auditor. Keith Faber is on with On Target. How are you, sir? Are you hanging in there? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, we're, we're running towards the tape. It's, uh, it's great. We've been crisscrossing Ohio. I was in southeast Ohio yesterday, entered in central Ohio last night in Columbus. Now we're down in southwest Ohio. Uh, and it, it's been great. Uh, we, we've, we've gone over 170,000 miles crisscrossing this great state wow. and continue to try and fight for making government work better for Ohio. I, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I don't know. You know, we talked to, to Dave and to, you know, Mr. Houston. I, I don't know how you guys have kept <clears throat> up the pace for this long. You have to have good people. You have to. Yeah. Yep. Well, certainly it's a team sport, uh, and I'm proud of the team. I'm proud of all the men and women that we're running with, and I'm proud of our staff that are working hard. And look, you guys said it earlier. Uh, you know, it's tough to, at this point, uh, to sort the, the, all the messages out from the truth, from the from the fiction. And at some point, you certainly can't rely on the media to help you do it. Uh, there's there's a lot of lot of stuff that they claim to be false that's true, and a lot of things they claim true is false. Uh, your best way to do it is to rely on people and organizations you trust. <clears throat> and with regard to Second Amendment rights, you know, I'm proud of my A ratings, NRA, and the Buckeye Firearms, and Ohio Concealed Carry, and Ohio Gun Collectors that have all endorsed this. You're right, and you've always been very, very supportive. Tell us a little bit about why, you know, off the top of most people's heads, that you wouldn't think that that the state auditor would have any influence or have any any you know reason to to influence uh, firearms legislation or anything. Tell us a little bit about why the state auditor's role is important to that. Well, look, the state auditor is the check and balance. Uh, the state auditor's office. Sorry about that. The State Auditor's Office is Ohio's Chief Compliance Officer. Uh, we don't collect taxes. We don't audit individuals. We don't audit businesses. What we do is audit government. And we're a check on making sure government works for Bob and Betty Buckeye. And uh, that's what we do. And the other part of the Auditor's Office, which is getting a lot of attention in this cycle, and it's one of the reasons why my opponent's gotten over a million dollars from outside of Ohio in special interest in just mm. this race, uh, it's, it's because the Auditor sits on the Redistricting Commission that's going to draw all the congressional lines or have a role in drawing the congressional lines and, uh, and, and, frankly, draw the legislative lines. And that's why Nancy Pelosi and her friends in California care about who the auditor is. Uh, that, that troubles a lot of Ohioans because my, my Democrat opponent and his allies are freely out there talking about um, eliminating Republican congressional seats. And, and Repl- wow. It, it's, it's scary. It really is. I mean, you... You, you don't think about it just as the uh, the day-to-day voter, and you know you, you don't have time to get tied up with all the the nuances of these. But it's so important. It had such an impact on us. Uh, just um, and it is amazing, and I'm really glad you brought that point up. <clears throat> so, uh, so Keith, what? Yeah, and, and, what oh, and, and don't get me wrong, we did redistricting reform, and I'm proud of my role in that. And, making drafting a change to the Ohio Constitution that Ohio voters supported. Uh, we've got a new process for drawing districts, and you need to follow the Constitution. You need to have districts that are compact. You need to have districts where people can be represented by people who share their values. And those are the key terms, not whether you're a Republican or Democrat. 
You're you're absolutely right, and it's kind of like what Dave said. You need to, to enforce the laws, not not you know be making them. What um, what are some of the other big differences between uh, your opponent in this race? I know we've we've seen a lot that are out there, but but articulate for some of the listeners some of the other big differences that differentiate you from the opponent. Well, the easy stuff is look. Uh, my opponent had his, the Supreme Court suspended his law license. Uh, my opponent became a lobbyist after the voters threw him out of Congress. And the big difference is what we want to do in the office. I, I think as a as the state auditor, you're the umpire. You call balls and strikes. Um, if a Democrat does something good, you, co- you commend her on it. If a Republican does something bad, you condemn them on it. Dave Yost is a great example of that. You do it without regard to favor or favoritism or party. Um, you don't certainly go into the auditor's office to uh, make it a hyper-partisan, hyper-political entity that uses it as a Democrat or a liberal think tank. That's not the role of the auditor's office. You get to do independent audits. And if you don't like the management, if you don't like the public policy that's established by the elected officials to make public policy, meaning the legislature or the city council or the mayors that you're auditing, that's not your call. You follow the rules, the generally accepted accounting principles, the government standards, and the rules that are put in place in your audits, and you certainly have a, have a soapbox if somebody wants to argue for something that's bad. But in the end, the auditor's got to be independent. You do not want to have a hyper-partisan auditor because then local officials who get a bad auditor are going to say, hey, that's just a Republican auditor. He didn't like me. You could ignore these audit findings. I'm really not stealing, lying, and cheating my people. Wow, it's it's incredible, and I didn't realize yeah. that that they had their law license taken. No, I, that just that astounds me. Uh, that should be. I wonder why they don't have that in their rent. That's uh, right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for jumping back on. I know you've been on before. We wish you uh, a, a lot of luck on Tuesday, you, uh, folks. Remember uh, the name Keith Faber out there running for Ohio auditor. Um, a good good person, good friend of the store, and someone we need to to vote for and uh, pray for for Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Thank just, you so much, sir. Thanks. The, the, the key, guys, is to get everybody out and vote. I know that's what John said. God bless you guys for giving the program and, and continue to fight for Second Amendment rights. It's about our kids and grandkids' future. So keep doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you, Keith. Yep, thank you thank so you. much. Keith Faber. Well, you guys, that brings it to the end of the show. I want One last thing I want to get in before in the last 20 seconds next week. Our 200th show. 200th show. Two wow. hours. Are you going to be able to handle two hours? You I'm not sure to, I can sleep for two hours like you're going to need to bring <laughs> the Porta John out here to the show. A, <laughs> there you go. There oh, you go. Wow. 200 show. Wow. Remember, two days, 23 hours, two minutes, and 22 seconds. Get out and vote, folks. Get out and vote. Thanks for spending the last all hour right. with us. Thanks for all of our guests. Thanks, guys. Go, Bucks. Woo!